This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and it is uh, already Thursday. Yay! Uh, Let me see. January the 7th. Of 2021, I said that uh, the January the 6th uh, overthrow of the Capitol, the uh, the insurrection, which, by the way, there's been no insurrection. The FBI admitted that was not an insurrection. And if there were an insurrection, there would have been weapons. But th- that, that aside, I-, I said on January the 7th that uh, I used the word Reichstag. It was fairly obvious. If you just, you know, pay attention, slow down, listen to the caterwauling and the over-the-top uh, over reaction of the mainstream media to the event. And it didn't make any sense from day one. Uh, I remember they said the day after, and all these uh, all these reports have been scrubbed. I, I kept the paper. Uh, you know, one hundred fifty thousand or million dollars worth of damage to the interior of the Capitol. Blah blah blah, <clears throat> and uh, and they opened up the Capitol two hours later. They cleared everybody out, and they and they uh, let them go. And and then the FBI went on this uh, this political witch hunt uh, because um, the people who were there were Trump supporters. It should be fairly obvious to you by now that the DOJ is in the tank with the left and the deep state and uh, declared a war on Trump and his supporters. That, that's, that should be very, very obvious to you at this time. But I have, uh, you know, uh, been taken off of social media. I've been called out by a lot of people. I said that the January the 6th thing clearly was a political operation because the previous summer, Antifa and the left uh, wrecked the country, caused uh, billions of dollars in damage, thousands of police officer injuries, up to 30 deaths nationwide. And the media didn't call out any of that. The FBI didn't go after anybody because of that. They went after, they tried to sack and burn the federal courthouse in uh, in Portland. There are no January the 6th protesters equivalent of people who tried to burn down the, the courthouse in Portland. I said there are no January the 6th style protesters who were arrested and are still sitting uh, in jail without charges for attempting to burn down St. John's Church right across from the Capitol and then chased uh, Donald Trump and his family into the nuclear bunker. And that was completely ignored, even though more police officers were injured that day than we're on January the 6th. And also there's the whole thing about the ex-Capitol Police Chief saying that he'd been told days before by the FBI that at least 15 known terrorists were coming to Washington, D.C. on January the 6th. And uh, uh, the last summer, it was fairly clear after a summer of 2020 who the terrorists were because Trump uh, Trump rallies are never uh, uh, not peaceful. Trump uh, supporters have never caused violence as much as they try to say, oh, yeah, mass shootings, Trump. No, none of it happens. We're peaceful. 
peaceful people. But, you know, the Democrat Party has called us MAGA fascists and all this. I mean, honestly, it is clearly a political purge when you put everything together, right? But the problem is there's a thing called the First Amendment, and there's also this thing called common sense. And uh, there are some people who are not willing to just forget things happened, all right? Why do I bring this up today? Why is this the first story of the day of all the things? Because I got a lot of stuff like the, the Nashville shooter. We find out today she was being counseled by a pastor at the, uh, at the church. And uh, she decided since he wasn't there to kill her daughter. Okay, so we got that. The FBI has the manifesto because law enforcement won't give it to the people. And, of course, the FBI still has Hunter Biden's laptop, so what does that tell you about getting to the bottom of this? Uh, we got President Doofy. He says he's Greek now, okay? And, and you got Lloyd Austin and, uh, and General Milley on Capitol Hill uh, either uh, completely clueless about Drag Queen Story Hour on military bases or they're just lying. So we got all of that on the show, but I'm deciding that I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover this first because Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, which, by the way, the media called him, they came up with a QAnon shaman. Nobody can still tell me what, what QAnon is or who belongs to it. I, and nobody, like it but, you know, uh, Joe Biden could say that Antifa doesn't exist. I got $2 billion worth of property damage that say, yeah, they exist. But uh, QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley freed from prison. 14 months early after his lawyer said the January the 6th footage showing him being escorted into the Senate by cops was exculpatory. Now the left is going to say, oh no, they're letting him out because of good behavior. Now you see about four weeks ago, Tucker Carlson blew up the narrative that this man had broken into the Capitol violently, that he had gone into the Senate chamber violently, and, uh, and had uh, you know, committed these, uh, these violent, vile acts. And it turns out, not so much. But you're saying, well, yeah, he did. He did. It's just Tucker Carlson cherry-picked the video. Jerry, you're wrong. Well, show me the video that shows him violently breaking into the building and violently assaulting officers and doing something violent in the Senate chamber. <clears throat> Go right ahead. The January 6th committee had uh, a year, more than a year, to cherry-pick their own video and share their own video. None of it showed Jacob Chansley violently attacking anybody or breaking into the building. What we've discovered is there's video of him outside saying, uh, quoting the words of Donald Trump, go home peacefully, telling people to go away, standing in front of a window that people were trying to get into. That's what we've seen. It's kind of crazy. But he's out. Yeah, he, he, is, uh, he pled guilty in September to civil disorder and violent entry of the Capitol. doesn't mean he's guilty. He, he, it means that he's doing it because uh, he wants to say what the judge says so he won't get the book thrown at him. Among other charges, sentenced to 41 months in prison. After serving 11 months in solitary prior to his sentence being imposed and only 16 months of his sentence thereafter... It is appropriate this gentle and unintelligent uh, young or intelligent young man who slipped there, burp, 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 whatever, uh, young man be permitted to move forward with the next stage uh, of what will undoubtedly uh, be a law abiding and enriching life, according to his uh, his lawyer. 
The uh, uh, This, according to the Bureau of Prison uh, Records, they confirmed that he's in the custody of a residential reentry management field, which is a halfway house. It's not immediately clear what led to Chansley's early release. I don't know, maybe the video of uh, Tucker Carlson shared that the January 6th committee hid from everybody that would have prevented him from ever being incarcerated. Uh, this was a decision of the U.S. Bureau of Prisons. I cannot speak for the U.S. Bureau of Prisons, according to uh, his uh, his counsel. So uh, Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, has been released early from prison. And uh, I would venture to say that there is a uh, there is a slight opening in the Bastille. The Bastille has been breached. The political prison has been breached with regard to January the 6th. And, and let me just refresh your memory here real quick, and I'm just going to let uh, Tucker's report speak for itself. This is Tucker Carlson. Four weeks ago, uh, on the Monday night that he debuted some of the video that uh, was exculpatory evidence for Jacob Chansley and also... Uh, for others involved in this supposed violent insurrection. Here is a cut number one from Tucker Carlson. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Now, uh, that was shown by the video inside the building. And by the way, there was damage to the exterior, but no damage to the interior of the building. People walked around. They took selfies. And then, ultimately, at the very end, uh, Capitol Police went into the Senate chamber and said, all right, we've had fun. Let's get out of here. And they all cleared out. They did. There's video of that online. It, 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 it happened. It happened. Uh, and then Newsweek, I remember I remember Newsweek, and not the, soon thereafter, they said uh, that uh, 14 left-leaning groups had infiltrated the crowd. That story can't be found anymore. But that's how Antifa works, and we should have seen this in 2016 when Donald Trump was running for president. Antifa members would literally get in line with Trump supporters to start fights, and then it just grew, and then it just grew. And then uh, on his inauguration day, they uh, essentially held a, a crystal knocked. For uh, Trump supporters, they went and they destroyed a limousine. They they wrecked some storefronts. Madonna said she wanted to blow up the White House, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. None of those people are uh, in jail, by the way, without charges. Here's a little bit more from uh, Tucker as uh, Jacob Chansley was released from prison today. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume 
who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. you got to find a symbol, you know, like, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, let's see, um, uh, assault rifle? Democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, yeah. far more time than many violent criminals now receive. Yeah, that's true. What did Jacob Chansley do yeah. to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. Wow. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Now, I also said on January the 7th, how could the most secure building in the country, they just completed a billion dollar uh, uh, entry on the other side of the Capitol for security uh, so people could come in and see the Capitol and do tours without interrupting the legislators. That was there. I, I went through there. I had to go through the metal detector and empty my pockets and the whole deal. How were people able to just literally take one of those little rock hammers like a, like a redhead in uh, Shawshank Redemption, tap out a little piece of glass reach in and turn the doorknob and then why were there so many people there letting people in it didn't make any sense did it how were unarmed people able to breach the capital well because uh, they were infiltrated by violent protesters and uh, and those protesters broke out windows and when people didn't crawl through the windows or the open doors then they literally opened the doors for them it's on tape. One more uh, cut from Tucker. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, by the way. Uh, it is uh, 800-922-6680. Here is a little more about Jacob Chansley. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. He's a radical. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for yeah. more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would you have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. Wow. There you go. It would appear that there is a, a minor weakness and perhaps there is a breach in the Bastille. We will see. Uh, 800-922-6680. Other January 6th protesters, including one who just celebrated, not celebrated, but is experiencing his 800th day in jail without charges. Sure. Uh, yeah, this is for good behavior. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Biden's America is crushing us. You've got companies laying off tens of thousands of workers one day after another. Americans working two jobs just to get by. Inflation pushing hard. Families to the brink. Hell, just look at the price of eggs. And the digital dollar could be coming down the pipeline to completely destroy our way of life. The truth is, you need a plan. You know it. I know it. And that's why I partnered with the great company, Gold Co., so you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They are six-time Inc. 500 winner, 2022 Company of the Year with thousands of five-star reviews and have helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last, only if you call them today. 
Qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin, so don't wait. Call 855-735-3740. 855-735-3740. That's 855-735-3740. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the hour, uh, hour uh, number one of the Rob Carson Show is what it is. Uh, yeah, so Jacob Chansley, the uh, the shaman, the uh, QAnon shaman is released from prison for good behavior. But actually, nah, not really because, uh, you see, there was exculpatory evidence. Uh, Tucker Carlson revealed it before he was pressured into shutting down the rest of the story about the 44,000 uh, hours of videotape within the Capitol. I'm willing to say that because uh, he just dropped the story the next day. I'm sure he'll probably mention it today since uh, the exculpatory evidence that was withheld from Jacobs Chansley's defense team was made public on Tucker Carlson's show. And uh, about three and a half, four weeks later, he was uh, released from prison. And I, and I said again, I said, uh, you know why I think that January 6th was a setup is because I'm not stupid. And apparently a lot of people feel this way because this actually took Miley Cyrus off of the top spot on iTunes for downloads. Now, normally iTunes is for uh, pop, uh, rock, uh, whatever junkies who listen to music. And it's generally like Casey Kasem and all of that, the top 40 countdown and all that. But uh, oddly enough, Donald Trump and the January 6th prisoners became number one for downloads on iTunes. flag of the United States of America. it stands. liberty and justice for all.
You know as well as I do there's something going on in the country. It is not good. It is uh, 72% of us believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. This is just one of the things that have caused America to say something very bad is happening. And unless we turn it around, it'll be the end of the country. That's it. I'll just cut to the chase. Uh, January 6th, political prisoner Jake Lang has been in, in jail without a trial for 800 days. Jake was one of a million Trump supporters who turned out that day to hear President Trump speak. Uh, he went to the Capitol. Uh, the woman next to him was gassed, knocked down, trampled, and then beaten with a stick by police. She ended up dying. Her name is Roseanne Boyland. Uh, she was cremated, and her autopsy was never shared with her family. There's that. Yeah, yeah. Then there's the revelations of the sheer number of FBI informants involved in the January the 6th Capitol riots have shaken a number of the trial of members of the Proud Boys. Apparently, there were more. There were 10 informants known to have been involved in the Proud Boys, more than twice the five defendants who were on trial. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then also the FBI devoted 16,000 more hours to January the 6th than to the BLM riots in D.C., uh, if you don't get that this was all completely political by now, then honestly, crawl back into the, the hole of the mainstream media and stay there because you're not helping the country. Coming up, Joe Biden now says he's Greek, among other things. <laughs> we will share the audio and you can call 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, the madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Remember, visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. Boy, it's kind of, uh, I guess the theme of the show thus far is uh, defense attorneys being kept from exculpatory evidence and the DOJ being weaponized. We know now that uh, uh, Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, has been released early from prison. He's in a halfway house. Uh, one of the things he was charged with was a bullcrap charge about uh, disrupting an official hearing. That's used uh, constantly all the time by those going after the January the 6th defendants. They didn't go after any of the people who invaded the Wisconsin Capitol a couple years ago. They're not doing that to anybody who is now uh, invading the Kentucky Capitol, uh, the Tennessee Capitol, transgender activists who bust in and start raising hell. I've got some audio from that. None of them will be charged with disrupting an official hearing. None of them will be put in jail for four years. Uh, it's, it's all nonsense. You know it as well as I do. It's all BS, and our justice system has been completely bastardized, completely corrupted. 
Donald Trump last week uh, the uh, the grand jury for this supposed uh, 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 campaign uh, breach that uh, Donald Trump took money from his campaign and paid off a uh, uh, an adult movie actress not a very good actress honestly they never are you're never going to see an Oscar for that but anyway uh, Donald Trump apparently there were 600 pages of exculpatory evidence kept from the grand jury and that was uh, divulged to them and that's when the wheels on the Alvin train bus stopped going round and round and uh, it ended up stopping and that's why we find out now that it looks like the uh, the grand jury has been postponed indefinitely in new york isn't that crazy how that happens here's jim gossett's take alvin bragg is starting to worry he said go home to his grand jury worry jury hurry scurry let's Let's take the whole month off oh there you go i like that a trump indictment it caused excitement till the truth was uncovered and we discovered brad was gambling and now he's scrambling let's take the whole month off (laughs) this bogus case Will Alvin drop it? Is Trump in debtor? He needs to stop it. Drop it. Stop it. It's senseless, defenseless. At your tactics, we all scoff. Fat Alvin, call the whole thing off. Yeah, because even people like uh, Andrew Cuomo were saying that it was uh, purely political. It's kind of kind of funny how it happens. Uh, by the way, the number here is 800-922-6680. The President of the United States, uh, he generally, when he finds a crowd, he tries to uh, become that crowd. Uh, he was on with uh, Charlemagne, fuck God, and he uh, you know, said that you couldn't be uh, black if you didn't vote for Joe Biden. I don't know if he said he was actually black, but, uh, but yesterday, apparently, he was was doing this uh, Greek Independence Day celebration and decided to tell everybody that he actually was, uh, I mean, he's raised in all these cultural communities, by the way. He's, he's raised in the Greek community, uh, Persian community, and the uh, Puerto Rican community, all of this. And you had no idea that Delaware was so diverse, right? I mean, when it comes to uh, just the diversity of states, uh, Delaware has got to be top of mind for just, I mean, you go there just for the Filipino food markets in Delaware because it's so... No, not really at all. Uh, Here is Joe Biden yesterday talking about uh, his appeal to the Greek community. All right, hold on one second. I will get that for you. I just have a minor adjustment. Here it is. They're a big part of the reason my Greek-American constituents in Delaware uh, sometimes refer to me as as the man sitting behind you, Father, who helped me in my very first campaign directly behind you was uh, the nickname I got early on when I won by 3,200 votes in de- for the Senate seat when I was 29 years old is because I started calling me Joe Bidenopolis. I want to see the uh, posters for that re-election campaign or the buttons with Joe Bidenopolis on it. Because, oh, you think I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm not joking, am I? I'm not joking because of the... Old- yeah, whenever he says, uh, I'm not kidding and I'm not joking, it means he's lying. I, I thought you should know that. It's just one of those little verbal ticks that he does. Uh, it's kind of like Jen Psaki. Remember Jen Psaki? Jen Psaki, when she was lying, she'd start talking up. She'd say, I don't have an answer, or that's not true. She'd always do that. It's, it's, a, it's a tell. It's like a poker hand. You know, it's a, you, know you can just tell by the eyes sometimes. Uh, here he is, by the way, about a month ago saying that he was officially Polish. And instead of uh, Joe Bidenopolis, he would have added SKI to his name. As a young man, I was uh, born in a 
coal town of Scranton, Pennsylvania, northeastern Pennsylvania, in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. Then when coal died, we moved down to Delaware, to a town called Claymont, Delaware, which was a working class town. Yeah. And, uh, but everybody in town was either Polish or Italian. I grew up feeling self-conscious. My name didn't end in an SKI or an O. There you go. Yeah, that, that's how he relates to people. Uh, it's weird because I've been going to annual Greek festivals, uh, generally related to the Greek Orthodox Church, which is very similar to the Catholic Church, by the way. And uh, and uh, when I was in Cincinnati, go to the Panayuri Festival. And now that I'm in Kansas City, there's another big festival I go to every year. But I've never gotten up there and called myself uh, Rob Carsonopoulos. I, I haven't. Now, I have done that fried cheese where they take the cheese and they set it on fire oh my god it's one of the best things in the world the in the in the baklava uh here is joe biden uh, about a month ago saying that he was uh, down with the persian culture you know the persian culture is amazing as a student of the persian culture not a practitioner, but a... And coming up, you're going to hear uh, Rita Pahini of the wonderful Sky News uh, broadcast network in Australia. Student. Let's have a look at that again and keep your eyes on the look on Jill Biden's face, the look she gives him as he says that absurd comment about how he's a student, not a practitioner. Can I be the first from the Persian community to say... What are you talking about, Joe? What in God's name are you on about? Did you once have a Persian cat, a Persian <laughs> rug? What is this Persian uh, culture that you're immersed in or a student of? And then, of course, there he went to a truck factory uh, months and months ago. He went to a truck factory, and uh, suddenly he, he told everybody that he used to drive a truck. He used to drive an 18-wheeler. And if we I don't used to do... drive an 18-wheeler, man. Yeah. Oh, I wish oh, yeah. I could. <laughs> I awesome. got to. There's a word for people like Joe Biden, and it's charlatan. He's a charlatan. This is kind of what Elizabeth Warren did when she declared that she was a Native American. She's one 2048th Native American. <laughs> and I, I guess it's this is some sort of an endearment to a community. And I would assume that people in the Greek community or people in the Persian community or the Polish community realize this guy's just trying to play you. Right? Doesn't doesn't it kind of appear that he's just kind of trying to play you? I guess. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Monday. I guess it was a Monday that he came out, and right before he did his speech about getting rid of guns because of a maniac who went into a school in Nashville and shot up uh, kids and adults. Uh, that he, you know, he he wanted to do a big uh, rave on uh, uh, getting rid of assault weapons which weren't used in the shooting, by the way. They weren't used in the shooting. There was a pistol carbine rifle. There was a 9 millimeters, another gun. None of them were assault weapons. But you see, the Democrat Party has assault weapons locked and loaded, chambered, ready to go. Yeah, and I did that on purpose. And uh, doesn't matter if the weapon was used or not used in the assault. And it's kind of interesting, too, also, the number of bodies that the Democrat Party is willing to step over to get to its uh, political motivation, which is getting rid of the Second Amendment, uh, disarming lawful, law-abiding uh, uh, people, because we are the biggest threat to the power of the federal government, because we can defend ourselves. You know, you may recall uh, when Joe Biden first started, he said he, he, he threw some shade on people who have guns. He says, well, I've got F-16s and nukes. And it, it, was a, it was a tacit threat. 
And then he, of course, did the speech in front of Independence Hall where he called MAGA uh, Republicans. Uh, and that's, by the way, you still, you heard MAGA yesterday associated with uh, the, the shooting in Nashville. It's only MAGA people who are supposedly committing genocide against transgenders, which isn't happening at all, by the way. But uh, that's that's where we are, guys. That's where we are in our country today. We've got a president who tries to be uh, part of uh, all sorts of different groups to pander to them. And I just really think it's not uh, it's really, really beginning to uh, not resonate anymore, not resonating anymore. Um, oh, they're, they're, here's kind of an interesting poll. I'll just throw this in here. Uh, former President Donald, Donald Trump is now boasting a 14-point lead over potential Republican primary cha- uh, challengers, according to a Quinnipiac University survey. Now, a lot of these polls, listen, we're still 20 months away from the election. We've got a long way to go and a tough slog going through the uh, primary process. Okay, I get that. I get that. But it is kind of interesting that... Uh, Ron DeSantis's uh, boat is not rising right now. It appears to be uh, diminishing. He came on hot and heavy. Uh, everybody thought he's uh, Trump, but he's younger. Uh, so younger's better, right? Isn't that the case? I, I know this because I've actually literally been discriminated against, age discriminated in my career. Like 10 years ago, I was. So it's not a big surprise that the media would push somebody who's younger just because they're younger. Well, what about Joe Biden? He's 80. Yeah, but Joe Biden is suffering from severe cognitive decline, you see. There is that. Uh, So a survey found that Trump has a 14-point advantage, garnering 47% support in a crowded GOP field. And it is, by the way. Thank God we're not Democrats, because the Democrats are kind of scrawed right now. 24% of Democrats uh, want Joe Biden to run again. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. Nikki Haley, uh, looks, looks like uh, one of three who was formally announced. She comes in fourth place, 4%. Ted Cruz and uh, and Christy Nome garnering 2%. Mike Pence isn't on there. Vic, Vivek Ramaswamy is not on there. Trump continues to lead DeSantis by 10%. Quinnipiac uh, University polling analyst Tim Malloy says... Uh, that uh, uh, is the raucous Trump political resurrection adrift? Not in the least. DeSantis appears to be treading water, and a long list of wannabes, could bees, are barely staying afloat. The survey also found that 72% of Republican voters expressing that Trump has a, had a positive impact on the party. Did you hear that? <clears throat> Mitch McConnell, by the way. 72% of Republican voters say he's had a positive impact on the party, even those rude tweets and stuff. I know, kind of crazy. Seventy-nine percent uh, consider themselves supporters of the MAGA movement. What? We wait, wait. Almost eighty percent of the Republican Party considers themselves uh, part of the MAGA movement. How many Republicans are there in the country? A hundred million? That would mean eighty million people uh, believe themselves to be supporters of the MAGA movement. Oh, I see now why Joe Biden did the speech. That's kind of interesting. I see why there are so many people in prison in in Washington, D.C. They haven't even had their trials yet. 800 days in. Oh, it's like it's almost a war on a political movement. Yeah, by the deep state. Republicans, uh, this is is kind of interesting, Uh, uh, with regard to the Alvin Bragg case, which has been postponed indefinitely because it's a joke. Um, 62% of Americans say it's purely political. 62%, 93% of Republicans, 70% of independents, and 29% of Democrats. 
Yeah, that uh, figure also coincides with other polls, including a Rasmussen uh, survey and a Conventions of States Trafalgar Group uh, survey. Kind of, uh, kind of interesting. Um, the amount of uh, slings and arrows thrown towards Donald Trump, the the number of uh, persecutions, the assault on the uh, the supporters of Trump and Donald Trump by the mainstream media and big tech, and still we're able to see through it. We're still able to see through it. Like uh, Jacob Chansley being sentenced to jail without exculpatory evidence that shows that he was in the uh, facility, he was being led around by the police peacefully, and then ultimately led into the Senate chamber by Capitol Police, where he got up on the podium and said a prayer for the police. And then the Capitol Police went in and said, everybody out of here, we got to go. And they all left, and there was no damage inside the Capitol building. Kind of crazy. On the way, Alvin Bragg, the uh, Secretary of the Department of Defense, um, says that uh, all of these drag queen story hours at military bases are not being supported by the Defense Department. So we'll get to that and your phone calls at 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show. In case you didn't know it, our president is a Persian, Polish, Greek truck driver. There you go. Because he said all of those things in the last uh, couple of months. The President of the United States, President Doofy, as I have to call him, it's kind of interesting. You know, I, maybe I have, a, stati- maybe I have a, a strategy here. I think the only thing at this point that could uh, create some interest in the Democrat Party to uh, have Joe Biden as the candidate in 2024 is if he does identify as transgender. I'm just saying. Uh, that would be the only way. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. And by the way, I still <laughs> don't believe it's going to happen. Uh, so yesterday, we had uh, adults on the uh, uh, in in Congress being questioned. Uh, General Milley, thoroughly modern Milley, and uh, Lloyd Benson. No, it's actually uh, <laughs> Lloyd Austin. And uh, Lloyd Austin is the uh, Secretary of Defense. And uh, yesterday he was uh, being questioned by Matt Gates in front of uh, congressional hearings. And uh, apparently there have been a whole lot of these drag queen story hours um, with regard to the uh, on military basis. Now, I got no problem with drag queens. I've been to drag shows. Uh, I, I enjoy them, the drag brunches, whatever. I just have a real problem with, I don't know, drag queens with pasties dancing in front of children and children putting dollar bills in their G-strings. That's been seen, by the way. Uh, and as far as drag queen story hour uh you know, i guess if you choose to take your children there um you know whatever uh i'm not a big supporter uh you know i i like the uh, you know the the mrs doubtfire version of drag queen i guess uh when it comes to kids um otherwise no 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 but uh in a in a world where uh china just flew a spy balloon over our country unencumbered allowed to hover over our uh, military facilities uh in a world where we're sending a great deal of our munitions and money to uh, a war in ukraine uh, much to the detriment of our own military and and by the way a massive decrease in the number of people signing up to be in the military uh why do you suppose that our military is not focused on all of those things and rather on on superfluous nonsense like drag queen story hours. Here is Matt Gates and uh, and uh, Lloyd Austin. You know, drag drag queen story hours is not something that uh, the department funds. 
Wait a second. That's actually not what the record seems to suggest. You were going to fund one at Ramstein Air Force Base. That one got canceled, but that's DOD insignia. That's a drag queen story hour for children. Then also at uh, Malstrom Air Force Base outside of Great Falls, Montana. Which is the most fabulous Air Force Base. You had a, a drag queen story hour for kids. At the Joint Base Langley-Eustis, you put on a drag queen story hour on a Saturday for the first ever kid-friendly diversity, equity, inclusion summer festival. And at Nellis Air Force Base, you had the Drag U Nellis on June 7th. Drag U Nellis, it's a great annual event. Who funded these things, Mr. Secretary? Listen, uh, drag shows and, uh, are not something that the Department of Defense uh, supports or funds. Well, then why do you have so many of them? Why, why are they happening on military bases? I just, I just showed you the evidence. Why are they happening? I will say again, this is not something that we support or fund. Wow, you should see the look on uh, Lloyd Austin's face, man. He's looking like, I mean, like, I'm going to get you to Matt Gaze. It is a look that is just unbelievable. Meanwhile, there's a thoroughly modern Millie over here. And, uh, you know, when he's not focused on white rage, his white rage, uh, he says he had no clue about this stuff. Can I get copies of those? Because I'd like to take a look at those myself, actually. Take a look and, and find out what actually is going on there. Because I, that's the first I'm hearing about that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't read those news stories. I don't know what you're talking about. I'd like to take a look at those because I don't agree with those. Well, they're think, now in I the think official record. Shouldn't be happening. Thank <laughs> you. Thank yeah. you for that admission. There is uh, General Milley just uh, shoving old Lloyd right off the deck of the carrier. <laughs> shoving shoving old Lloyd off the deck of the carrier. Unbelievable. This, by the way, as the House Oversight Committee announced uh, just about a month ago, launching an investigation into the DOD after it failed an audit for the fifth time and has been unable to account for 61 of its $3.5 trillion in assets. Yesterday on Twitter, I said it's time to cut the defense budget, and I mean it because of this nonsense. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. Information. Truth is freedom. Is Newsmax. It's real news for real people.